Welcome to today's episode of the Causey Consulting Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Causey, and I'm also the owner of Causey Consulting, which you can find online anytime at CauseyConsultingLLC.com. Excited for my guest today, Heather Doring. Heather is people passionate and chooses to embrace each day as a new adventure. Her company, Ace Strategies, throws a LinkedIn lifeline to professionals who struggle with maximizing the power of the platform to build strong relationships and personal brands. Heather is an active member of her local Chamber of Commerce, which awarded Ace Strategies the 2019 Small Business of the Year. She's on the advisory board of the Workforce Alliance Initiative, chairs the Federal Reserve Bank's Money Smart Fempreneur Summit, and loves living in Metro Detroit. She also owns IN3 Network, which provides education and support to women entrepreneurs. Heather is a mom of two amazing young men and an awesome but sometimes pesky dog. (laughs) She enjoys reading, working out, Saturday mornings at Eastern Market, and spending time with the love of her life, her family, and great friends. Well, that sounds pretty awesome, Heather. I'm glad you're here today. (laughs) Thanks so much, Sarah. I'd love to know more about your own entrepreneurial journey. So tell us, how did you get started? Yeah, you know, thanks for asking. So my journey started many years ago when I didn't even know it was a journey. Mm -hmm. I wanted to uh, stay home with my kids when they were little. And I started dabbling in direct sales and got, I I realized pretty quickly, I'm kind of good at this. You know, I built a team, we won some national awards, we got to do the amazing trips. And then I went through a divorce about 10 years ago. And at that time, I'd been out of the workforce for, gosh, probably 10, 11, 12 years and thought, you know, I can go back to work making virtually nothing or mm. I can continue on this this journey because I really wanted to still be home with my kids and opened my first company and found out after about 18 months, I had no idea how to market or monetize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <Shocking. laughs> yeah, you need to do those things in order to grow. And so I spent a couple of years and really dove deeply into learning. Um, how do you market? What does that look like? And then through that, that experience, I realized that many small business owners were, were being, you know, they were just, you know, we're trying to just to survive, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're wearing so many different hats and and they didn't know what solutions were a good fit for them. And, and you know, at that point, that was when all the technological stuff was really coming to the forefront. And, you know, you need to be, you need to be on 75 social platforms. You need to be doing mm-hmm. this and doing that. And how do you know what what's the right fit for you? So that's how my company started. And just like many companies over time, um, as technology has advanced, so has the need to specialize. And I have a, a passion for LinkedIn and because it, it's not a social network where you typically find out that your neighbor's dog threw up last night because, well, that's a sad <laughs> thing. It's not really relevant to my life. <laughs> so I, I dove into LinkedIn and, and, and I knew in my heart of hearts that my ideal clients were on there. But I had, again, no idea how to find them. I thought, who cares what I have to say? How do you, you know, I'm connected with all my friends. How's that going to help me? And so once again, I, I dove in and spent about a year really, really getting good at LinkedIn and people started noticing and they're like, well, can you help me with this? And then that ended up blossoming this whole 
uh, stream of, of business that that is our primary focus. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you mentioned you know, 75 different social platforms. It, it is easy to get this sense of overwhelm with all the technology and all the tools out there. And I, I think it's interesting how you've developed a LinkedIn specific program. So I'd love to hear more about why you've niched in to LinkedIn specifically and, and the benefits that you've you've seen it do for people. Yeah. So, uh, you know, initially the I picked LinkedIn because I couldn't pick multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. What I've learned over time is you really don't need to master more than one, maybe two of those platforms. And, it, and the way that you determine what that looks like for you is what are your social media goals and where do those people hang out? So for me, my people hang out on LinkedIn and they're on other platforms too, but they're not on other platforms to do business. Mm -hmm. So for me, it started out as a selfish journey, right? I wanted clients and, and, but then as we, we started to develop the the processes and the systems that we're using, um, it, it became much more relevant to, to business and people who are, who are in more of a B2B business, you know, business to business. Uh, company, LinkedIn is the number one social platform for those relationships. Mm -hmm. With so many people being either out of work entirely because of the pandemic and looking for a new job or the increasing numbers of people who are taking that entrepreneurial plunge and saying, I don't want to go back to a job. I want to build up a professional brand and set a shingle out and work for myself. What advice would you give to people, whether they're building a personal brand to be noticed by recruiters or HR professionals, or whether they're building a professional brand because they want to run their own company? What kind of advice would you give about that journey of building a real brand on LinkedIn? Yeah, you know, so much of it starts with your profile. That's typically the the first place people are going to go to learn more about you. So from that perspective, um, and I won't get into all the, the ins and outs of building a really strong profile, but my my couple top tips for that would be, of course, professional picture, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you have that awful, terrible LinkedIn constellation in the background, <laughs> <laughs> you you may not know that you can do this, but you can change that out and create a custom a custom banner image that can, if, if, if you're in the job seeking world, maybe it's a, a picture of the skyline of your city, or maybe it's your favorite quote. If you're a business owner, maybe it's got you know, some of your, your business branding in there. So it's really thinking and looking, you know, thinking about what is it that's best going to exemplify me. So change out that banner image. And then also in your summary section, um, which the about section where you're, you're telling people about, about you. Oftentimes we see that more of a laundry list of, of everything that you've ever accomplished in life. And mm-hmm. while those are good and wonderful things, that's the place where you start to build these personal relationships and start to make emotional connections with people. So tell your story and really, even if you're job seeking, that's a great, a great opportunity to, to let recruiters and HR people get a feel for who you are. And so that would be, um, you know, from the, the profile perspective, what I would encourage. And then from the content and posting perspective, um, a lot of times we fall into this, this mindset of we know so much great information and we just want to throw it out into the world. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, nobody cares. <laughs> so think about what would Look at everything that you put out into the universe through the lenses. If this was coming at me, 
would this be something that resonates? Would this be something that I would respond to? Is this something that makes me feel good? And if it doesn't, really think about your phrasing or, or, you know, how to, how to position things so that it's relevant to people beyond yourself. So for example, um, for all of our clients, we always, uh, we do a weekly quote, right? We make these great graphics, we brand them, we introduce the quote. It has nothing to do with their core business, but quotes are things that people like. Mm -hmm. So that's a good, that's a good personal brand builder. I think it's, it's interesting what you're saying about, is it relevant? How does it make people feel? Because I know it makes me crazy when I see people who I know they're talented, highly engaged, intelligent professionals, but they're posting things that sound like something from a textbook or a college lecture that you might have had to sit through in school. And it's like, oh, no, like, no, nobody's going to sit through a 10 minute lecture where it sounds like the professor has come in to (laughs) inform them of all this dry content, which leads me to my question for you of what are some of the top mistakes? I'm sure you see a lot uh, because you're an expert in this arena. But if you had to maybe identify the top two or three mistakes that you see people making on LinkedIn, you know, that frankly could be costing them business or that could be costing them a new job. What would you say that those are? Yeah, I, I would say um, for the, the costing the business piece of it, my number one is when you reach out to form a new connection with somebody and they accept your connection request, absolutely positively do not send back that vomitous seven paragraph email about how amazing and wonderful you are. And if they don't call you today, their life is going to end because you know what? It's not. (laughs) And again, filter that through the lens. If that was coming at you, do you like receiving those? Maybe if you do, you'll keep sending them, but most of us don't. Right. So how is it that you can add value back to somebody and, and start to build a relationship? LinkedIn, like all social platforms, was designed to build a specific type of community. And in LinkedIn's case, it's a business community. It wasn't designed to be a, you know, a shark tank where you do your sales pitch. Mm -hmm. So from a business perspective, I think that's the number one mistake I see is that people don't take the time to start to build those relationships. And then from a, you know, from, from people who are seeking that next great opportunity, um, is is you're thinking about the types of content that you're going to be posting mm-hmm. have it be things that are that are not only reflective of of your intelligence but reflective of your personality and and how you view the world and things that are positive you know because we we think sometimes it doesn't really matter what we post people don't may not may or may not see it but mm-hmm. you you can somebody can go into your profile and look at the last 15 posts in in about a 2 minute period and really get a good feel for who you are so as as recruiters and hr professionals are are checking you out make sure that what you're putting out there is really positioning you in in a great light mhm well said I would love to know more about who your ideal client is. If someone is listening to the broadcast today and what you're saying is resonating with them, who is the ideal client that you're ultimately looking to help? Yeah, thanks for asking that. So uh, our our ideal client is is typically somebody who is in that business to business space and they it could be maybe they've come from a, a pretty high level corporate position and they're now hanging their shingle as a consultant or, or, you know, a, a professional on their own, or it could be somebody who's maybe in sales who um, can't sell the way that they've always sold before because mm-hmm. of the, the time in which we find ourselves. And 
they often struggle with maybe not having those quote unquote right connections to build strong uh, referral networks and to meet their potential clients. And they also really struggle with build, building that strong, powerful personal brand because at the end of the day, you know, we all want to be seen as thought leaders, as, as um, you know, trusted advisors, as innovators. Mm-hmm. And so they, they struggle with how do you do that? They, they're not sure. How to, how to fill that space. So those are those are really good clients for us. Mm-hmm. If someone fits that profile and they're listening today and they want to get in contact with you, where is the best place to go online to find you? Yes. So they can go to our website, which is kick, K-I-C-K, ace, A-C-E, strategies.com. Uh, kick ace. I like it. (laughs) When we rebranded ace strategies was being held hostage and my tagline has always been ignite your business and kick ace. So I did a little play on words. (laughs) Uh, Well, I like it very much. I think it's cheeky and cute and fun and I like it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well, Heather, I know that you're busy. I know you have some things teed up to do after this recording. So I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk with us about LinkedIn. Thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate the opportunity. Once again, my guest today was Heather Doring of Ace Strategies, which you can find online at kickacestrategies.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it. If you haven't already, please take the time to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review for us on iTunes. Bye for now.